0: Welcome to the Normal Cast Movie Talking Podcast. It's what we do, Matt. Adam. Okay, we're going. As we just talked about, we're low energy, but we're going to give you a show. Right, Adam? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're jumping into movie news. This is where we talk about movie news. Andy Serkis directing the Venom sequel. Did you hear about that? I saw a headline. Okay, great. That's all you really need. It's that's It surprised me, for one, because I'm surprised anyone of talent wanted to go near the sequel to i mean Venom. As, probably a lot of money was thrown at him i'd hope i'd hoped quite a bit that man deserves money i do you think there's a chance it could be really good there's
1: a chance
0: <laughs> there's always a chance right
1: but like i don't want it to happen on principle
0: well yeah i I'm not a super big supporter of what (laughs) Sony's doing at all these days, except for Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, um, like, keep keep the animated stuff coming, but... Yeah. It's, um... But it's just weird to me, because it seems to not go anywhere. I heard the people that liked it did not like it for being a good movie. But hey, if he's got a, maybe a good idea of directing it, or maybe he's going to really embrace... A lot of people liked when Tom Hardy just like did whatever the hell he wanted in that movie, apparently. like He just like sat in a lobster tank and stuff and did a lot of things uh, without being told. And maybe he's going to embrace that. Have <laughs> you seen it? I have not. I've seen many clips of, and people talking about it. I have refused to see it on principle. <laughs> Me too. Great. Well, then We're obviously the experts to talk about that. But I mean... I'll put some hope out there. I like Andy Serkis.
1: I mean, I don't want it to be good because then they're gonna get the idea that hey, now we can get Tom Holland in these movies. Well, and steal it, them back.
0: They're already. <laughs> it didn't. It wasn't good, and they already want to do that. So I think we've just gotta give in to the fact that Sony's always going to try that, and we, we'll wait to. See, I'm gonna wait to see how Morbius is with Jared Leto. That's when I'll really. Is that really... before or
1: after Venom Two?
0: They're already filming that. They've been um, filming that. Okay. Like, that's happening. Which is sad. Because that was, like, one of those ones where it was always off in the distance for me. And then I saw a set photo. And I'm like, oh, no, it's actually, like, they're making it. <laughs> I just. It really hit me one day. <laughs> and made me sad. It's. It's
1: a sad time. I'm
0: over Jared Leto, too, if I can yeah. just be honest. Like.
1: I've never been super into Jared Leto.
0: There were, like, some small roles I thought were nice. But then mainly, like his joker really used up any like brownie points i had saved up (laughs) yeah it just was
1: 2049 was good though blade runner
0: yes that was i liked him in blade runner it was a a small weird role really worked for him i just think people were like he's weird he should play the joker because he's weird it's like that's not a recipe for success and then they were trying so hard to be like, man, look how method he's getting. He's sending his castmates weird stuff.
1: I don't think he was the main problem with his Joker not working. No,
0: I think it was whoever decided to make that Joker. Like That was a weird Joker that just did not... In a a bad movie. And it didn't sound like he liked it a lot either. Like, afterwards interviews, he was really down on that movie. Yeah. Anyway, we got really (laughs) off topic. He's gonna do Morbius. It'll probably be very mediocre and maybe make money. And who knows what Sony's going to do. I know what Sony's going to do, because our next story is that Lord and Miller have been tasked, makers of Into the Spider-Verse and many other good things, they're, like, going to make a TV universe into the Spider-Verse, essentially, like, they're going to expand that universe quite a bit. Good for them. Um, I like it because anything, it seems, it was like a, for a while they are now contracted, which, good to know two creative people are employed for a long time, because that doesn't always happen, (laughs) but, um there's very little details like i read one saying that one article saying it was even going to maybe delve into live action which i think is interesting but hey if they're directing it you know sure i don't see that i don't
1: know i I don't see their
0: vision i'll say that i don't see (laughs) i i don't know i just think they can stick with the animated stuff but i know that also into the spider verse took like four years to animate so maybe they don't want to do that again (laughs) I mean,
1: yeah, you can pull back on the stylization
0: a little bit. But But if they wanted to just do things, like, connected to that... Essentially, if Lord and Miller just wanted to do weird live-action comic book stuff on a series, yes, is my answer. Because there's not enough detail for me to say, like, oh, yeah, I'm down for that specifically, but I love the idea of it. We don't know where it'll be. The
1: Sony streaming
0: service. Because that's what made me worry when I read this article. Um because they don't have any connections any streaming services do they they're not involved in hulu they don't have are are they gonna make a streaming service (laughs) sony does not have the properties (laughs) to make a sustainable streaming service they'll have to do what the dc streaming service did and release like one episode a week which is defeating the purpose of a streaming service which still makes me upset because i like young justice and i have to wait so dang long Oh man, um, that and their swamp thing that they canceled after one episode. What? They finished. Uh, did you hear the no. swamp thing show? They finished the series. Well, actually, they the first episode came out, and they're like, "By the way, this is canceled." Um, oh, but they got
1: the rest of the episodes still come
0: out. Yes and no. So uh. <laughs> they they made them like I think it was supposed to be like thirteen episodes. It was either like thirteen to ten or ten to eight. They're just like just kind of stop where you are. Really? So they kind of had to write, like, a new episode to be the ending episode. And essentially oh there's gosh. never going to be a sequel series. Apparently it was very expensive to produce. I'm surprised we never brought this up in the podcast, that whole Swamp Thing. We're just moving over to that because Lord and Miller, we like it. You know, cool, do things. Yeah, for Swamp Thing, they um, the studio really was just, like, we don't... The budget might be... I think I heard somewhere the whole season was cost, like, $100 million. For a streaming service... Wait, they... oh, so
1: they'd only filmed the first one?
0: they had filmed a few, like, almost most of them. What? <laughs> filmed... It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. They, like, I think it's like they were getting ready to film the next, like, two episodes and they are like, uh, you get one more, essentially, I think is kind of what was told. Just because it did that? No, it didn't. It... In fact, I heard very good things. Like, I've heard it's actually a good show. I've heard, like, the first episode is really solid. It does a good job. It leans into the horror aspect of it a lot and actually is, like, very intriguing. Something that, like, doesn't belong on the DC streaming service. But um, hmm. shots fired at Titans and Doom Patrol. I actually hear Doom Patrol is fun. But Titans looks like hot garbage. Anyway, um, and uh, it's just weird that they, they canned it so quickly. I think someone just actually did the math mid-filming that they were producing an expensive show and they weren't netflix and they had no subscribers and they were only charging six bucks a month to those 10 subscribers and i think they realized they couldn't afford it i think that's what happened but maybe it'll it'll move over to the warner bros one the hbo max because that's warner bros yeah so it'll it'll probably move there who knows if they'll get another season now because of whatever they had to do to end it i haven't like seen the ending because i, I kind of do want to watch it at some point because i've heard good things but
1: i just can't imagine how much more expensive it would
0: be to just like cut together what you have and throw it on there i don't i that's another like there's a lot of mystery to it because because it sounded like they had to change what the last episode was as they were filming it or getting ready to film it which is if it's really that big of a problem you wouldn't you just like you know abandon ship blow it up like if if not then just make the episodes like yeah come on like it's you're in the hole you can't there's no light at the end of the tunnel just take a few steps deeper into the tunnel (laughs) what can go wrong because
1: like if the episode was really good then the season has potential
0: to be really good and then everybody could be like
1: oh swamp thing that's, yeah, the that's, the that's the reason you get dc that's the
0: one thing that because now i'll eventually pirate it i mean um watch it somewhere legally and just to get an opinion for myself because i heard some wonderful things but um i also heard something looks really good like they really liked a practical mossy suit with like it's a really impressive looking good for them yeah um Moving on from that unscheduled swamp thing talk. Cause that was like a month ago. I'm surprised we never talked <laughs> yeah. about it. I thought we did, to be honest. Uh, Dolomite is my name. Dropped a trailer. We, we agreed that we had both seen this. Eddie Murphy coming back to yeah. the public light at all. I feel like I haven't seen him in years. Yeah, his last film <laughs> was like...
1: Do you remember... Oh, I remember what it was. It was like this movie where he had like... A limited amount of words left
0: yes um oh what was, was it called like a thousand words or something, something like that like something like that that was interesting i heard it was bad obviously uh, i didn't see it i mean
1: most of the later murphy movies were
0: bad it's just I except
1: think... daddy daycare that I, one was
0: really good i liked daddy Daycare growing up that was a, that was a fun time um but one i just like to see him in anything again yeah because i i think he's really funny Like, his SNL stuff is hilarious. I think they gave him money to do a stand-up special. Oh, really? Yeah. Because this is on Netflix, is what this movie's being made for. So it's... And that's where they're more willing to take a risk, which is cool, because it seems like big studios, like, we're not going to give Eddie Murphy a huge amount of money. But the cast for this movie is quite extensive, if you saw that trailer. Lots of people. I hope it's good just so Key of Key and Peele is finally in a good movie. It's he exciting needs, to see him. He needs a win, and I like him a lot. He's he just—he's been in some like
1: more indie movies
0: that are really good. Anything I've seen like a trailer for him for, for him for that made sense. Anything I've seen is like bad. Playing like, with fire. Playing with fire. I just saw today the weird fireman <laughs> um raising kids. I guess it's just daddy daycare really with firemen. <laughs> um... Daddy daycare meets pacifier. <laughs> And then um, what was the other thing? Oh, he was in the the Predator that no one liked. Oh, he was. Yeah, I heard some really bad things. It's a shame. Yeah, I I was excited for that movie when I heard about it because it was Shane Black, so I wanted to see it. But... I've, <laughs> I I heard someone say their theory was that like there was a turning point where like studios kept throwing studio notes at him and he just lost his mind and said every studio note is going in this (laughs) room (laughs) that's i believe dan merle of screen junkies where i heard that because like there's like so much of it is just like oh this is a lot of studio notes is what this movie (laughs) feels like like i'll give them just what they're asking for it just sounds like it was a lot of meddling kind of a thing which is a shame you think for because they've tried to reboot predator before this isn't the first time they rebooted it like a while Alien back. Predator? No, they had one after that, like, that was just kind of like the original a bit more, and there were people in it I didn't know, and I saw it on TV one time, it wasn't very good, so you'd think they would have just like, okay, we tried, let's just let someone, let, let's let someone else try, you know, but that's not how studios work these days, <laughs> that's not how that's gonna work. Anyway, <laughs> bringing back to Dolomite, it's just, who else, like, they had like, a Wesley Snipes, yeah. in it, which I'm excited because I haven't seen him in anything either in a really long time. Have you ever seen the Blade movies? No, we keep saying we need to watch yeah, them. Yeah, I I think we really need to watch them, because I've... at least the first two. Yeah. We can watch the third one. I hear it's bad fun, but um, regardless, that's... There's a lot of just exciting people in it, and it seems like a cool story. I didn't know anything about... I already forgot the name Rudy Ray Moore. I didn't know anything about him. It's an interesting little story of, like, him putting it together like kind of wanting to he was rapping and then he was able to be successful in that but he's like i want to do comedy records and everyone's like don't do that and then he's <laughs> like let me do a movie and they're like and they're like don't do that and just like i like that it's a nice story of someone just trying to do what they think they can do and yeah i i eddie murphy looks good in it like it was funny but also him like just playing a character really well yeah it's
1: probably a really good part for him
0: yeah i'm i'm really actually looking forward to it because also i don't know much about the dolomite movie from the clips that they've put in that film and what i've read of it it seems really hilarious like it's it's these black people doing kung fu like on the yeah. streets and it's like supposed to be so absurdist makes me kind of watch want to watch the original at some point probably watch it after i watch yeah, Dolomite. yeah i probably <laughs> wouldn't want to go in cold <laughs> yeah i'm gonna watch <laughs> dolomite is my name and then go and watch that i just looked at the numbers on it it was quite a success oh really in 75 they spent a hundred thousand on it pretty hefty It made $12 That's good. Which is... That's a huge return on investment. And for, like, a genre... And especially at a time still, like... A wide audience... I'm sure every studio was telling him... And I'm sure in the movie they'll be saying, like... A broad audience isn't going to go see a black person's comedy. Is essentially what, like, I imagine he was being told. And it's it's good to know that it was successful. And it makes me excited to see the movie and that story. That's all I have to say about that. Here's some kind of less good news, but... Eh, I've got a spin to it. They're likely pretty much making an Aladdin live action sequel because the first one, you know, broke a million dollars. Is there do- an animated sequel? Dollars. I feel like there, is. there isn't there are two animated sequels. I hear the first animated sequel's like really low budget and bad like Disney usually did for their
1: Which one is Jafar's Revenge? The second
0: one. Okay. Have you seen it? No. Okay. <laughs> you just know, just know the title. I know the um third one because Robin Williams came back for the third one because uh, robin williams isn't in the second one because they a had a falling out but he's in the third one and also it's like aladdin finds his father and it do- does like the sin the-, the the something 47 thieves or whatever and open sesame and the gold and it pulls from some other stories mm. um it was fine but so what do you how do you just feel like hearing that the live action aladdin's getting a sequel i'm more excited about it than the uh the first aladdin just because that's literally what i wrote down in a bullet point i'm more excited sorry what were you gonna say i interrupted you well
1: because you know exactly what that movie is gonna be mm-hmm. you're not entirely sure yeah. where they're gonna go with the sequel unless what, they just
0: what i read totally. they're not gonna go with the sequel that like they're gonna do something more original with it yeah that's what And they need to do that to me i have no reason not to like it because i i like when you take even if it's, like, for nostalgia and it pulls people in. Something like Hook trying a thing where it's, like, let's go a weird sequel direction yeah. with this. It doesn't have to be like that, because that was, like, you know, supposed to years later, he's an old man. But, like, just do something different with these characters and world that I'm I'm not going to... If the second one's good, I'm certainly not going to go back and watch the first live action, because I've seen the animated one, and I'll just treat this like someone made a live action sequel in the vein of Hook. Yeah. That's all I need, and there's actually a chance I'll watch it. Um, But, yeah, it's... I don't want it to happen. No, still, but I still like. I don't like it because it's it's adding fuel to the fire of Disney being like, oh, these are a good idea. We need to just keep doing these live action. Remakes I do want forever. a live Lion King one and a half. Dude, Lion King <laughs> one and a half. Like, I never saw the second one, but I knew I one and it, a half. I want it to be super meta too. Yeah, like absurdly meta. Yeah. like just go Deadpool. Yeah, like have them narrating like every
1: because in the in the.
0: Animated one, they're like watching Lion King in a theater, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I forgot that that's yeah. what it was watching in the a theater. I just remember the trailer for it was like, they're like, we're doing it like and the first. The title came up and it's like Lion King three, and it's Timon and Pumbaa, and like three. Like we're in, it, this isn't a third Lion King. Like no, it's more like the first one. It's like I right, just take out one. And he pulls off <laughs> one, of the, one of the Roman numerals. He's like, there's already been a two. It's like, what do I hold on? And he like bends them all around into a one and a half. Like, Lion King, one and a half. That's what I remember most from that movie, even though, like, lots of other things I remember. So, yeah. So, uh, they could do that. Let's have that. But, let's yeah. have a live action. <laughs> I'm going to pitch it, to so. <laughs> Lion King, one and a half. Um, speaking of Lion King, let's move straight on to that. It dethrones Frozen as the highest grossing animated in quotations film. A lot of places, a lot of places reported it like this. I read this in a few. They're saying they're treating it like an animated film, and it dethroned Frozen
1: because it has animated and live action. It's like,
0: (laughs) it's like, apparently, like I've from what I've read, like only one scene used any real footage, and it's that's an animated movie. I'm gonna call it that, and I'm okay with calling it that. Stinks for Frozen. Who cares? But I don't know. I don't like that it's making so much money. I'll be honest. Uh,
1: uh, I knew it would.
0: No, I knew, like, I'm like, oh, billion dollars opening weekend. It didn't, it made it its second weekend, so I was wrong. But (laughs) I was, it made a billion dollars. So there. (laughs) I was, it did worse than I thought it would. (laughs) Disney, watch your backs. But it's, yeah, it's just weird to see people calling it an animated film, even though that's totally what it is. And... Now they've created this weird subgenre where it's real-to-life animated films. It almost makes you wonder, what's the point of doing things like Zootopia that look cartoony? But then you remember it's because there's art styles actually have a purpose for showing specific types of emotion and tones that you want to convey. Anyway! <laughs> Not like the Lion King remake doesn't do any of that. I did see clips, though, from it before we move on, just of, like, certain big moments. Where like you know the an- like Simba screaming and as-, as his like father falls and it's just like no nah! like there's like no facial expression because it's a lion's freaking face. <laughs> I heard this probably isn't true, but I heard what?
1: John Favreau was telling the actors like not to emote as much as they normally would because they like, can't
0: recreate it with. Oh, that's a smart man. Yeah, <laughs> that's a smart, smart man. But yeah, it's I. <laughs> I heard a lot of like there's a lot of scenes where like Scar's like. In the original, like, Scar is kind of my favorite because he's, like, doing so much, like, extra, like, kind of pantomiming to, like, Simba to really play it up. And it's just, like, it's just a line with its mouth moving. And it's, like, why don't you just do it like old movies where they just filmed animals and kind of made their mouths? (laughs) Again, technically, it's really cool. But you remember moving – you ever see Cats and Dogs? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the cats and dogs is what i thought of or like nine lives <laughs> nine <laughs> lives the shaggy dog oh wait, he never talks. never mind tim allen shaggy dog he turned into a dog yeah you remember that one i do remember that <laughs> um real quick uh there was some backlash for once a time once upon a time in hollywood because of tarantino's portrayal of bruce lee yeah i heard about this yeah um because some people were like oh you made him like an arrogant you know guy and essentially, he said, and let's see how much I can quote him, Bruce Lee was kind of an arrogant guy. <laughs> <laughs> the way he was talking, I didn't make a lot of that up. Like, I've heard I heard him say things to that effect. And he even said, like, uh, his wife, Linda Lee, in his biography, even wrote things like he said, he's like, oh, yeah, I could beat up Muhammad Ali. <laughs> I didn't just make that stuff up for the movie. <laughs> I kind of believe him, because if you how can you not be a bit arrogant if you're come on i mean
1: i'm sure he had grounds
0: to be arrogant like michael jordan there's so many reports of like he was an arrogant son of a gun and it's like if someone's like says that or then portrayed him i'm not gonna be like how dare you it's like i've heard i believe it (laughs) because michael jordan would tell you what he's gonna do and then he'd go do it (laughs) that's yeah because he's the one like someone's like Like, I don't know, was talking, like, man, you, like, never passed your team. And he's, like, it seems like it's working out. And and they're, like, yeah, you know, there's no I in team, right? He's, like, looks like there is isn't (laughs) win. It's just, like, he's right, I guess, because he's the best. But, I don't know, it's okay that your heroes could have been arrogant. I don't know. It's him saying a lot of things like that, defending it. And also people are, like, and you had, like, could Cliff really beat up Bruce Lee? And he's, like, (laughs) Cliff is a fictional character It's like if I said Bruce Lee or Dracula Who would win in a fight I could make Dracula win He's a fictional character It doesn't matter Also
1: I feel like that Bruce Lee is fictionalized as well and So it, it, it doesn't it was, matter if he could or not
0: Honestly it's it's a satire of yeah. Bruce Lee It was supposed to be very over the top Everything in that movie is over the top And ridiculous It's Tarantino I think people have to look at that as more of, That's part of the comedy yeah. And take a break from it but comedy doesn't pass as comedy much anymore. Like, people just forget that it's like, no, it's a joke, guys. Like, it's <laughs> it's okay. We're just having a joke. Like, apparently Sarah Silverman recently, like, had some trouble. Because, like, ten years ago she did some bit and it involved blackface. And she, like, someone found it and it kind of resurfaced and she lost a movie role she was about, like, working on. That's silly. And, yeah, and it's like... I don't I don't I'm I'm yeah black face is weird but like I'm sure the context of it seemed to be like it was more of making fun of like the idea of doing it cuz I think what the bit I read was was like she was be, she was a, being a person trying to prove that it's it's harder to live as a Jewish person than a black person yeah. so she assumed both identities <laughs> and that's clearly making fun of the idea that someone would do this not like haha look at me i'm a black person yeah. it's like rdj when he did it it was making fun of people who would go that far and
1: it's always sunny's done that too
0: and it's they the exact away same thing it. it's fx gets away with a yeah. lot of stuff but it's just i don't know it's a different world now where you can't get away with things i read she did a thing like oh i'm disgusted by that i'm not the same person anymore i'm like sarah i'm not a big fan of sarah silverman to be honest she's never been my favorite but i'm just like you don't have to say that like i know she has to to save face and that's how she'll get a job in a year when everyone forgets about it but i i feel bad that people have to like apologize so much so even though quentin tarantino people need to be more like trump quentin tarantino well (laughs) i was just gonna say more like quentin tarantino (laughs) but you brought trump into it but uh... (laughs) there is that but also like because sometimes he's kind of a jerk about these things but also he's like whatever <laughs> like Tarantino just yeah. doesn't care and sometimes you just need he's to he's already made on. his best movies so he's just... <laughs> he just can move on however he wants to alright um another thing there it is okay I lost my place on my <laughs> little script sheet here did you hear about uh the silly things with Gwyneth Paltrow seeming to know nothing about the MCU lately
1: I know she didn't know she was in uh, Spider-Man Twilight. Homecoming yeah
0: that see that one's fun because that's like that tells more of like how Marvel just says hey you're going to film with John and Robert, and cuz you know he uh, she was in that scene with just them yeah and so it's like she it's probably she probably thought it was an avengers she assumed movie. i think that's what it was, it's she, a thought safe was assumption. she thought that was she thought that was like an avengers or something she didn't know she's in it and so <laughs> And so, like John Favreau was just like you didn't. It's like he's like, no, you remember like me and like Robert and the ring, like the whole press conference. She's Like, yeah, I remember filming that. He's like, that was Spider Man. She's like, that was Spider Man. That's funny. <laughs> then, but people are packing under for this one because um, when they were filming the wedding in Endgame is what they called it. It's the if you didn't know, the funeral was a yeah. wedding. That's how they got everyone there in suits. <laughs> and did she never find out? <laughs> funeral? No, it's more of she was there and she looked around and said um well, why is Samuel L. Jackson here?
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> That's... And everyone's like, he's he's Nick Fury. You were in a movie with him. <laughs> You've been in a movie or two with him. <laughs> that one's a little harder to understand. Because, like, even if they didn't share scenes, he was, like, a main cast member of Iron Man 2. Yeah. He would Like, you. you should have known he was in the movie with you. He had a large part in that film. And, um... And to not know at all that, like, because also that's a cr- incredibly iconic character right now, like Nick Fury. Like, that's one of, like, Sam Jackson's favorite characters he's played. Everyone knows Nick Fury as just him now. Yeah. The comics just became Sam Jackson as Nick Fury. He used to be white, and then they're just like, nope, it's Sam Jackson uh, yeah, now. That's embarrassing. <laughs> it's That's a bit embarrassing. There's a lot of funny stories from the wedding um, filming one of like if, I don't know if you've seen the Tom Holland interview of like he's like I'm walking up to the directors I'm looking at everyone I'm like man they got everyone here like literally every actor no green screen where's Robert he's <laughs> 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 like what's going on? Why isn't he at the wedding uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like I kind of assumed like because it because Robert wasn't there and Scarlett wasn't there so I'm like what like are are they like the <laughs> ones getting married. <laughs> That doesn't make sense. Because I was going through different options and I couldn't figure it out. Um, Because also lots of people, apparently they filmed that scene. So this is after Endgame, but before Ant-Man and the Wasp had come out. So the majority of people didn't know Michelle Pfeiffer was in the MCU yet. And so a lot of people were just like, is that michelle like all the actors like is that michelle pfeiffer like why is michelle pfeiffer here Uh like i think specifically tom holland went to them and was like is that michelle pfeiffer Uh is she in the mcu (laughs) But then I, I like to think that's what was happening with like a Gwyneth Paltrow. She saw everyone being like, I didn't know they were in the MCU. And they're like, oh, it hasn't been hasn't come out yet. Hush, hush. Yeah. And then she's like, well, Sam Jackson's here, too, guys. And everyone's like, oh, no. Get a load of Sam over here. <laughs> Big secret, I guess. <laughs> All right. Last story I want to cover because this is my pride and joy of having this podcast as I get to laugh about these things with you, Adam. Movie pass. This is, it's been an epic of like year-long stories just going on of the company that seems to always exist and never be operating properly. I hope to, it lasts we need forever. need a new name
1: if they're going to – like, there's no way they're going to recover with that name. I want
0: it to stay MoviePass, and I want it to somehow exist for the rest of my life because it's just too funny. Um, so apparently since July, the its services have been on temporary hold mm-hmm. due to uh, maintenance on the app for like several weeks. Yeah. Well, one that's not how apps work. You you roll out an update. Everyone knows that's not how apps work. That means your maintenance is on the business plan. But it's been like that was like over 4th of July, like you couldn't which again was mission impossible last year was like people couldn't get tickets oh, for that yeah. on 4th of July. So no one, a lot of people have been complaining. And um, they're not accepting new subscribers to the service right now. What a shame. It's (laughs) real. What a shame. I was going to sign up later. (laughs) I was was about to sign up. Um, The big one is that some people have come out, former employees, that one, you know, it's all crap there. But a big thing is that the CEO told them when Endgame was coming out to find those users that, you know, it's maybe see movies lots of times in a month and change their passwords so they couldn't get into their accounts. Oh (laughs) my gosh. Is that not just the ultimate of like, every time I cover them, it's something stupider for money. Like it's like, you have to pay a year in advance with your routing number. (laughs) Remember that story of like, but now it's like, you know, because the people that have the service right now means they did that. And then this guy has the audacity to st- st- lock them out of their own accounts secretly for the biggest movie of the year. That's stupid. I don't know how this company still exists. I mean, maybe it doesn't, and this temporary hold has been, like, them... Like, so on the outside, you see the building, the, the sign is there, the office is there. Finally, someone's like, Hey, I gotta knock on the door, figure out what's going on. It's just a tarp, and the whole building yeah. falls to the ground. They've evacuated for the last two months. Just gone to the Cayman Islands with all the routing numbers they can carry. Oh, yeah, they gotta. It. It's just my favorite ridiculous story that gets worse every time. I mean. I have nothing to say. Yeah, there's nothing to there's nothing say. To add. It's just <laughs> that's the joke right there. That is the joke. There's, oh my gosh, I'm just glad employees have like. I hope they, maybe do like legal action because there's people that seem, like this is this isn't just like wow this is a crappy service. It seems like that should be breaking the law. Yeah, they, I'm sure there's like a. Some they probably signed
1: something when they signed up. But...
0: Ridiculous terms and conditions, but I there are times in like business law where when something's that ridiculous yeah like terms and conditions don't apply there's lots of cases like that i hope that enough people are like yeah this is real no no thank you this isn't okay that they just move on and movie pass well i don't want them to go under because again i want them to last my entire life
1: I just want a really great documentary to be made about People
0: it. People have been talking about, like, man, when they make a movie about MoviePass, MoviePass is going to make all their money back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they need to make that now. Like, just admit that you're frauds and sell the rights to your movie, and then you can yeah. <laughs> invest it back into the business. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's the big story I wanted to end on. I don't really have any big soapboxes. Oh, we did just see a movie, didn't oh, we? Oh, yeah. You want to talk about that? Yeah, Peanut Butter Falcon the peanut butter falcon the peanut butter is it, is it, it was the peanut butter yeah. falcon. Okay, i was i was asking you not just repeating <laughs> different <laughs> options i thought you were adding like the <laughs> official title well maybe i didn't know anyway it's um just saw that Shia buff um the the girl whose name i can't remember but dakota fanning jo- johnson. johnson the fanning a, mi- there is a i dakota was about fanning, to say right? fanning okay dakota johnson's the the 50 shades person yeah. right she was very good in this, by the way. Yeah,
1: she's she's pretty, too. She can act. She did not look pretty in the Fifty Shades, but, like, I think in a more likable role, she's well, it's, more attractive.
0: My problem with Fifty Shades is I it, it's bleeding trying too hard. Yeah. Like, so it's like, no, no one looks attractive in this. Like, I don't... But like, she was, like, slightly unkempt and like, in this movie. And, like, just because she was chasing after this kid. She probably hadn't showered in a couple days But, obviously, movies she had showered. But, you know, it was... When a movie says, let's make them look a little more normal, like, let's make them look a little dirty. That's They look normal. Yeah. And then she looks nice. (laughs) Like, there you go. It's not trying so hard. Shia LaBeouf was fantastic, I want to say. Like, he he was great. Like, I loved him in that movie. I don't know the name of the actor with Down syndrome. I don't... I should learn. I'm going to look it up. All right. uh, Talk to the people about the movie. The movie was about... uh
1: character with down syndrome his name was zach he uh wanted he was living in this retirement home with old people because the state didn't have anywhere else to put him so he escapes because that you don't want to live with old people your whole life (laughs) and so uh shia finds him they develop a nice relationship and friendship and they have a handshake and everything and then they go on secret handshake they go on zany adventures together they build a boat
0: they build a boat one of them gets baptized <laughs> yeah it's a it's a fun weird ride that they go on uh okay got the name zach gotzagan
1: oh so zach
0: yeah but it's zach with a with a k just a k in the movie and his real name has the c dang it yeah they missed opportunity what were they thinking did they not realize um <laughs> hey, did you
1: guys realize he's the <laughs> same name as a character
0: i'd love if no one knew yeah that. Uh, he'd be the one to just bring it up at one point. It's "It's cool you guys named the character after me, and they're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, I thought he was great. Mm -hmm. Like, did a really good job. Still, My favorite part of it is just the point where Shia LaBeouf gets to punch a rude child in the face. That was a really good part. (laughs) That was really rewarding in a lot of ways. But, um, yeah, I really enjoyed the movie. Like, Mm -hmm. the ending was very abrupt, I'll say. Yeah. Kind of, I feel like could have, like, just resolved the characters a bit better. Mm-hmm. Is it just kind of ended? It was a little silly at parts, but I still think it was like overall. Like there are parts of the movie I absolutely loved, like just yeah. the the bond they formed. And even when like, cause there's there's a woman trying to find him, bring him back to the home, and then there's Shia LaBeouf and this kid who are like forming their bond, just doing what they want. And he's kind of he's they formed a respect that's more than he's ever gotten. Yeah, and I think that's what the soul of it is, and I think that really works. Mm-hmm. So, uh. I don't know. Do you have more thoughts to add about it? That was kind of my spiel. I think if I were to
1: critique it, I would say... I was thinking these words while I was watching it, that it was a little overly sentimental.
0: Uh, I didn't super feel that. Well, I did kind of in the ending part with some of the silliness. but
1: Yeah, and like the dialogue was very forgettable, I'll say. It seemed kind Mm. of by the numbers.
0: Some of it, I will say. Other, I feel like there was definitely some good parts in there. Still, I think we yeah. I didn't think we're like, oh, that's a forgettable line, but yeah, it's not. It wasn't perfect, but there were so many parts I really enjoyed. Yeah,
1: I really enjoyed it overall. Like
0: the, the core of it worked so well. Yeah, it, it's it's all I needed. It was a good. It was a movie I knew nothing about. Went and watched it, enjoyed it.
1: And you don't have a lot of Down syndrome actors. In no. the market today.
0: Because when it used to be, someone was. You know mentally retarded in some form you just got tom hanks to play him yeah and <laughs> do a southern accent oh. so now we're actually at a part where they're like someone's like hey what if we have someone who's challenged play a challenged person it might make it a lot more because i bet a lot of stuff when they're goofing around on like the boat and stuff i bet a lot of that they're just like told the two actors like like just like be form a bond like you two like just they didn't like write down like they start slapping each other's faces around yeah. like I bet a lot of it was like natural the two of them because Shia LaBeouf is pretty method these days like he gets pretty into his roles too I bet they both were able to just like really I don't know, be the characters and it I think it worked a lot like did a lot of good stuff mm-hmm. real quick before we end the podcast gotta gotta throw a shout out to um Luke Skywalker of Tennessee. 22 year old man <laughs> on property theft charges who was wanted mark hamill's been posting about him because people brought <laughs> it to him and mark hamill's having a field day with this <laughs> so middle name is sky <laughs> it's luke Whoa. walker and he's like mark hamill tweeted it out like the sequel that nobody asked for and no one wants to see <laughs> hashtag larcenous luke hashtag the sheriff strikes back <laughs> um, and then like tweets out again where is it um Cause there's a his, like, prison photo for this guy. He's like not even five six. And he's like hashtag also too short for a stormtrooper. <laughs> <laughs> just like, <laughs> it's... and then he's even like the real crime is Mr. and Mrs. Walker giving this poor guy that name. Like that's a tough name to give a kid. <laughs> it's...
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I just love that Mark <laughs> will embrace this. Someone brought it to his attention. He's always game for these kind of things. And I just wanted to shout out to this thief in tennessee with the yeah. unfortunate name because anyone's any i'm sure people steal things all the time in tennessee you serve your time you move on with your life this man is forever on the internet because of his name <laughs> and it's not like his picture is everywhere <laughs> sorry dude but shout out to you hope your life goes well
1: i mean maybe their parents had the his parents had the right idea to
0: get him famous through his name <laughs> but like can you really make money off that fame <laughs>
1: sometimes it's not about the money
0: his parents just like i want a son that people know his name Yeah, why do you think people assassinate people (laughs) because they want to kill him (laughs) no they want to be known (laughs) like john wilkes Wilkes booth is like this is like everyone loves this president i'm in a theater like people will remember me (sighs) forever (laughs) yep and on that note we're gonna end this podcast on that really weird justification for assassinations there's a whole musical about it there apparently there is anyway that's been the normal cast i'm matt i'm adam have a wonderful day and don't assassinate anybody for the attention Bye. words to live (laughs)